With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to more to it, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations, always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally, that dude. I push rhymes like weight out here, boy. I can't wait to talk to y'all today. Sometimes I just wake up with that extra energy, that spirit to go connect with my people. Can my people be connected with me? Got love for y'all, man, because y'all know it's Friday. Swagger Way. I go, hey, I'm going to tell y'all who's going to win this book today. Yes, Friday Swagger Way winner. I will hook you up. But first, we start to show off every day with what's up with that? Dude, all right, yesterday, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Every now and then in our worlds, you come across something that not only is awakening, like, wow, what is this? But then, is it a time or two when you're like, how did I miss this? Okay, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Yesterday, I went on a campus tour in South LA, which used to be South Central LA, which Used to be, I don't know what the hell, before gentrification and all these renaming of neighborhoods, whatever they want to call it. It was the hood to me growing up. It's just like where we live, our hood. <laughs> anyway, I went over there. It's a place called the Beehive. Just Google it if you don't know. And if you haven't been like me, I've never been. How about this? I never heard about it, right? Got connected by my boy Christian to them. Sherry, shout out to her. Solar Impact, everything that they're doing. Um, the main business of it is to do those container homes. You've seen them before. Real small homes, but really nice, efficient, and effective. Well, they do it at an amazing cost, low rent, especially if you can do Section 8. And then this is in black and brown communities, but poor has no color, right? So there's white people as well. But the point is, these container homes, they just put them in places that are owned by the community. And next thing you know, it's affordable housing. Amazing, right? But then they spit off into their foundation. And so I'm going there for Project Transition to do some partnerships with their foundation, Solar Impact. Had no idea that the impact that they're already making in this neighborhood. There's a campus, y'all, in the hood that is pristine. I thought I went to Columbia. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, you drive through an alley. You know where you at? Starsky and Hutch. You in the alley. You're like, what the hell is this? Like, all right. All right, this is going to be a good partnership. They really need the impact. They really need the help. And they're, wait a minute, Pearly Gates. I mean, I am not lying to y'all. 
You will lick the grounds. It was so nice and mind-blowing. Tremendous support and sponsorships from Oprah Winfrey, Live Nation, um, Miss Arabian Prince. Shout out to the homie from NWA who actually hooked up my computer system. So everything I have here that's electronic is from Arabian Prince. So what a connection, man. Anyway, we're going to do some amazing things. Pickleball. We got a good pickleball program we're going to put in there. And our literary lighthouse where, you know, we bring those books to those kids and teach them life lessons through sports and through literature. So two things on the agenda right now. I'm so excited and I'm so excited because it's going to be me trying to bring a grander message to someone's already making a huge impact. I want to amplify that message because ain't no way me from L.A. don't know that that exists. And I know I'm not the only one. Other than that, last night went to a foundation event for the Pump Brothers. They kind of famous, like, you know, in some weird way, like everybody knows them, but then you don't know who they are or what they do. But what they really do is connect people, man. Uh, tremendous pump foundation. A lot of NBA players, a lot of NBA coaches, etc. All are connected to the pump brothers, two Jewish brothers, twins, <laughs> right? Hilarious dudes. And um, the best thing about them is they don't take no for an answer and they just will just keep going. Like, I've never seen people like this that would just call you out the blue. Hey, what's up, Marcellus? I need this. You going to do this? No? All right. Hang up. They, tomorrow, guess who calling? Them again. Hey, Marcellus, you think about that again? <laughs> what the hell? Like, they have no shame, but cool cats, man. I've been knowing them for decades. Supported their foundation. And their event last night, <laughs> it was for the single to mingle. It was some heat up in there. I'm glad I was with my wife. I was like, girl, keep them off me, because good Lord. They in here hunting. <laughs> it was crazy. And you know, you're the prey. What movie is that from? So I had a good time yesterday. I had a great day, but I'm going to have a better day today. Let's talk about something. Because last night I was feeling real popular, real special. People love this podcast. Like, they, they get more intimate. What's happening is when I was on TV, they saw me. And they was like, oh, I, that's Marcellus. When I was on radio, they felt me. They were like, yo, I know what's up, man. How's MJ? And I, you know, what's up with Blackie? You know, they were just saying real stuff. Now I'm doing the hybrid of that, so I'm just feeling the connection in a lot different way, a lot more attention. Felt like I was the MVP of that party last night. Well, guess who's going to be the MVP of the NFL? Ah, that's our talk right now. Let's talk about these odds that they put out there. And some people are surging up the charts like a Trevor Lawrence, and some people stay at the top of the charts like Patrick Mahomes. Just a couple of fun facts before we get into this. Um, if you're going to put some money down on the NFL MVP, let's just say that that market is going to be fun to play with as long as you understand what you're playing with, right? So it's a quarterback award. So don't be the slick one. Don't be the fool. Don't be the one who's trying to be over crafty and overthinking and be like, oh, I'm going to put my money on the running back. It ain't going to happen. The chances of it are slim to none. Since 2000, 19 of the 24 winners have been quarterbacks and a non-quarterback hasn't won since trivia go into those comments right now you're like why well, go into the comments fool i'm on google i ain't gonna go into the comments just go on google adrian peterson over a decade ago in 2012 okay here's another fun fact before we start getting into this every mvp winner since 2016 has been on a team that had or shared the best conference record. Y'all caught that? Like AFC best record, NFC best record. I ain't say division. I said conference. Ah, so who are those teams? 
You think about Kansas City, obviously, in the AFC. Cincinnati, interesting, tough divisions. Oh, oh good Lord. All right, well, I don't know who's going to win the AFC East. Is that Miami for sure? The Jets look like they shopping. Buffalo, like, are we still here? And New England, like, y'all might have forgot about us. Maybe you should. <laughs> I don't know what New England going to do, man. We're going to figure that out. Who? Matt Jones. We're going to figure that out. So you got the AFC. Then in the NFC, you're like, ah, oh, man, it got to be who? I don't know. Like the NFC, you're thinking, uh, is Dallas going to try and sneak that division? No, nah, that's Philly. That's Philly. That's Philly. That's Philly, right? And then you go to the NFC North. You're like, ah, well, Green Bay, it ain't going to be y'all no more. Minnesota there, Chicago. You're sitting there like, nah, nah, it can't be that. Ah, who's going to be the best team in the NFC? San Francisco. We're going there again. Point being, that means Brock Purdy. That means Patrick Mahomes. Who do you think going to win that MVP conversation? Patrick Mahomes, right? So the point is, pick the teams that you think going to have the best conference records. You got a shot. Then if you pick the quarterbacks of those teams, if it makes sense, then you really got a shot. But the problem with betting is, if you do all those things and check all those boxes, you ain't going to get that much money back. <laughs> they, Vegas ain't dumb. They're like, yeah, you checked all the boxes, fool. We ain't going to hook you up. So let's go through the boxes that you need to check in terms of name. All right, there's 11 names here, if I can still add. And let's start with number 11, Justin Fields. Now I'm going to play a real quick game of how they can win it and why they won't win it, (laughs) right? Like how you can and why you won't. Justin Fields, how can he win it? Those legs translate into the arm talent that he has, and they have a passing game. New coaches all around, they do something in the passing game, right? Obviously, you got to have the record, all that. I'm not going to keep repeating myself. Passing game. He can't win it by just running the ball, okay? He's going to have to throw that ball like he can. And why he won't? Because all that ain't going to happen in just this year. <laughs> it ain't. You know, you got a new system. You got, you, got, you got translating all your running around and broken plays into something. It's not going to happen. But we'll see. Dak Prescott. How can he win it? Dak Prescott can win it simply by just, one, not messing it up. Dak is in a prime position to win it. Plays on the Dallas Cowboys. He's Dak Prescott. He's going to get mentioned no matter what. Good, bad, or ugly. Now, how do you not win it? Turn that ball over. I don't even mean to the tilt that you did last year in those 12 games, what, 15 picks. I'm talking about just turn it over early. And they're going to ride that narrative to the point where it's going to poison our brain, poison our wills, and Dak Prescott can't win it. Now, let's go to Tua. How can he win it? Once, just stay healthy, big dog. You got Tyreek Hill. You got Waddle. You just go close your eyes. Throw it. Open your eyes. Touchdown. <laughs> it's going to happen. How he won't win it? Obviously, if he gets hurt again. Or that his throws are not what's winning them games, right? Like they're getting bailed out, uh, whether it's defense, uh, whether it's a running game, or those throws are just like, Madden 95, just throw back and you anybody could throw it to Tyree Kill. You start hearing that, he ain't going to win it. Let's go with Trevor Lawrence. How can he win it? Oh, simple. Go Jacksonville. Go. Jacksonville put up a good record. They're going to be like, long hair don't care. We know Trevor Lawrence going to get some love. Exactly. He's a talent. He won't win it. Jacksonville is second in their, second in their division. Or their record is 10-7. and seven. Nothing special, right? But he's still balling. Still ain't going to be enough. Aaron Rodgers, how can he win it? Mm, he's another one. They're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, good, bad, ugly, so he doesn't have to mess up. How can he win it? The Jets have a great record. 
If the Jets have a great record, I don't care how they got it off of field goals. <laughs> you know what I mean? They won another game, 12 to 6, four field goals. Aaron Rodgers could do nothing. Aaron Rodgers is going to get that love because he brought the team together. He brought that winning mentality. You already know. You can hear the stories already, right? Now, why he won't win it? Uh, let's just say that Aaron Rodgers uh, is taking his time to learn this system and uh, to really hit the ground running. It takes a little longer. Jet sputter, etc. Um, any distractions, they're gonna blame on. They're gonna blame on him. So if Aaron Rodgers comes in there and all of a sudden they got some scandal, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers in bad leadership. That's how he won't win it. Oh, man, Lamar Jackson. Mm, Lamar gonna get that thing. How can he get it? This new offense, this new system, and all of a sudden he goes back to not only when he did lead the league in passing touchdowns, but also he takes it another step. Stays healthy, another step for Lamar in the passing game. Lord, we already know he's gonna run that thing. How he won't win it? Injuries, of course, but more than injuries for him. He won't win it if it's still just him and Andrews just throwing eight-yard passes and Andrews over there rumbling and playing bowling ball. You know, eh, uh, boring. They ain't going to get it for Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts, how can he win it? Jalen Hurts can win it by repeating last year's performance. What was it, 43 total touchdowns? Repeating. Not doing better, not doing worse. Don't you do worse because that's how you won't win it. Jalen Hurts, one notch down. We're going to start looking at him like, it took him a while, a couple of years to get there. Then, okay, he did it one year, and then they paid him. And now, look, see, this is who he is. He returns to the mean, as they say, uh, regress to the mean, right? Like, he goes back to what he is, not necessarily his greatest moment. That could hurt. All right, let's get into my guys now. Herbie, what can Herbie do to win it? Ah, man, this is going to be tough. I ain't going to lie. I don't think Herbie can win it. Because the Chargers have a great record. They're going to be like, yeah, we'll see what they do in the playoffs. And then they ain't going to vote for you in the playoffs, right? You can't vote for them in the playoffs. So, hey, it's going to be tough. He'd go out there and light it up passing. He already got the NFL records for the first three years passing. So, it's not like more numbers are going to help him. Everyone is waiting on team success. Remember, it's the conference records. And that means we think you're winners. No one thinks the Chargers are going to win, even when they win. They're like, uh-huh, wait till the playoffs. So I'm sorry, Herbert. It's going to be tough on you, big dog. But you know you got my vote. Um, I, I, and that's how, he, that's how he won't win. How can he win? Damn. 17-0, 50-plus touchdowns. <laughs> like, I know how y'all talk. Maybe I'm just too close to Justin Herbert and the Chargers, but they be beating him up. How can Josh Allen win? He already put up crazy numbers and still haven't won. I think him and Herbert in the same boat, like, Nah, dog, we got to see you get over some humps in the playoffs postseason. So how can he win it? Sick numbers. Buffalo killer record. But is that enough for us with them? Last two is not enough. Uh, he won't win it? Simple. He won't win it because he's just going to be great. And not great is not great enough in this conversation for those two. Let's go to Joe Burrow. This is a guy who can really win it. Why? Because you can see they're close, but they made it to the Super Bowl. And it's not just silly, gaudy numbers. It's like... This X factor, this who magic he brings, the Joe Cool. So Joe Cool give me some sick numbers. I think they could give it to him. Now, how you won't win it? Something wrong with your calf still, bro. What's wrong with your calf? <laughs> like, he doesn't start the season. Week one, he's not there. And then he just keeps, you know, sputtering. And then uh, Cincinnati just trying to make it to the playoffs and then turn it on. He's going to be a late surge. That's how he won't win it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, how can he win it? Uh, they they looking to get this award away to somebody else, Pat. <laughs> I mean, what you going? What else can you do? I don't think Patrick Mahomes gonna win it. Uh, it's not no slight to him. He could go fifty t touchdowns, seventeen and zero. They'd be like, 
Didn't somebody go with 16 and 1 and 48 touchdowns? <laughs> like, I'm telling you, they trying to get that thing away. And uh, how can he win it? I ain't gonna lie. I don't see them giving uh, again. Like, they ain't gonna give it to him again. Well, you never know, but I don't think Patrick Holmes is in for it. But what can he do? 50 plus, the same old 17 and 0. Um, find a new, make a new star. Bam, found the level. Make a new star. Another, instead of Travis Kelsey, we're gonna make a new star. You got a lot to pick from, a lot to choose from. All right, so let's get it simple. Who will win an MVP this year? Huh, I'm out of breath. I don't know. If I had to guess of all of those, Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson wins the MVP. Who y'all got? Let's see it in those comments. Friday swag away. Who gonna win this book today? You. Somebody. One of you Wally's World members out there. Let's talk about two very courageous ladies. Because the way I like reporting is, did we experience it? Did we live it? Yes. Well, let's talk about it all. But protect the guilty. I ain't trying to break up no happy homes. I ain't trying to break up no relationships. If y'all gonna say I do, I'm not gonna sit there and say I did. You know what I mean? You catch that? You know what I'm saying? Y'all do y'all. I didn't do anything, right? I let people live. However, these courageous soldiers right here, Aaron Andrews and Carissa Thompson, uh, who I've worked with before, obviously, detail was tricky about broadcasters dating athletes. This is the beauty of this independent podcast Whatever new media stuff. Now we gonna get granular. Stop acting like everything's about, oh, will the Jets offensive line hold up this year? Back to you, Bob. You're like, boring, damn it. I wanna hear about what y'all doing when that camera cuts off and what y'all over there texting back and forth. Well, they went there. And since this is a sensitive subject, I'm going to read through this before I opine on this. All right, so Aaron Andrews, Carissa Thompson, they went there. They're on their Calm Down podcast. Check it out, Fox Sports veterans. We know who they are. They start talking about how it gets tricky. It's to the rock, around the rock. It's tricky when mixing business and pleasure in the sports world. Oh, I know it is. Here's a quote. I have dated athletes. What? But never anyone that I was covering at the time. That's what Carissa said. Now, that's interesting. So that means you dated athletes, but nobody you was covering. Does that mean they were already retired, they weren't active, or they weren't on the team that you were covering? So you never interviewed somebody you dated, but they could still be playing in the league. I just caught that. You know me, I read between the lines. So I don't know. It feels like a tricky situation. She says she dated someone she worked with while at ESPN. She dated Jay Will, right? I mean, I hope I got them receipts, the mental receipts correct, right? I remember her and Jay Will doing something. So I don't know. It feels like a tricky situation, she says. It wasn't a superior, like we were equal because obviously then that's a whole other thing. You can't date your boss. You can't date your boss, but they certainly do out there in these streets. Oh, yes. We know that people have lost their jobs as the boss because they were dating somebody. The boss was trying to moss one of them girls. <laughs> Get over here. Give me that ball over the top of your head. And then obviously didn't always work out well. All right. So let's talk about that. Because uh, when we talk about Erin Andrews, uh, she has a son and she's married. So it's kind of, you know, it's weird. Like you talking about the old you, if you want to go there. You ain't talking about the you, you in this moment right now. And she said dating a professional athlete is looked down upon because we know who her husband is. Former NHL player and star Jared Stoll. All right. So interesting. Right. She's been there. She not only did she go there, 
She went all the way there. And that's the only thing about the workplace that's interesting. You say, you got to make this calculation. And most of us failed at it because I'm going to tell you my secrets as well, to a point. Uh, I got to protect the guilty. So here's the thing. First thing is like, are you going to get in trouble? Then you're like, maybe, maybe not. All right. So then it's like, all right, is this person worth it? Like marriage material? Nah, she's just fine. All right, she's just fine. But is she going to be cool with this? And so far she is. Let's talk through this for real. And if you have that one real conversation over tacos with ketchup and be like, look, I, if something happened and we get caught, what you going to do? Don't even lead her. Don't even, just what you going to do? And if that answer suffices, let's go. <laughs> and if that answer is like, what do you mean? If we get caught, whoa, we're not, I'm like, oh, damn. We ain't gonna hop the fence. <laughs> That's okay. We don't need what's over there on the other side. Let's not go there. So here's some more quotes. Uh, it's hard because in an everyday job, say if you were a contractor, I don't know if it is looked down upon as it is in our world. It kind of sucks. There's always this preconceived notion. It just sucks. Great point how it's looked down upon, right? If you're working in the office and then, you know, you over there, executive assistant, and you over there in production, go get it. Longs, y'all keep going to y'all jobs and getting your work done. Go get it, right? But it's weird when you talk about reporter and then you talk about athlete. And then it's even weirder because most reporters are men, not women. Men. And most athletes we're talking about are men. So it's not even that. It's We're talking about the minority of relationships. Women reporters dating men athletes, right? So it's only this many but it happens all the time. Isn't that crazy? Like the smallest population doing all the dirt. That's what we're going to have some fun and talk about later. So here's Carissa adding that she didn't date an athlete for the longest time because of the exact same thing. It was like, oh, that's the only reason you're doing this job because you want to date the athlete. No, it's actually a, fr a good freaking job. It's something I've always wanted to do and you make great money. Okay, so obviously she didn't discuss any names in, in her past, uh, but she was married and got divorced. A couple years married. I didn't know she got divorced. I had to, I'm like, what, really? Need to holler at my homegirl again. Um, got divorced recently, and now she's dating somebody else. Y'all read about all that. Okay, that ain't the point of this conversation. point of this conversation is them throwing game, and that's what I want to talk about. And this all became a conversation because they had Travis Kelsey on the show. Now, for y'all knowing Travis Kelsey is he like right now in terms of athletes he like king of swag they call him or something like like my my family loves Travis Kelsey and it ain't just for catching touchdowns <laughs> every one of my nieces and, and cousins and my daughter thinks he's good looking like everybody be like yo Travis Kelsey all right and I'm like all right chill chill so it's funny so they interviewed him and of course naturally in the comments people were like uh-huh this is what happened so Here's the funny thing they had a quote about when they had him on because he was like talking about shooting his shot at Taylor Swift and somebody tweeted us. This is what they said. And I don't know if you saw it being like, don't be sad, Travis, especially when you have Aaron and Carissa throwing game at you. Mm -hmm. And then they, of course, was like, we are not throwing game at him. He's like our brother at this point. My God. All right. Brother at this point. Let's start there. I don't know how many times I've been introduced as, oh, that's like my brother. And I swear, anytime I'm anywhere, and my wife is in on the gag too, so don't try it. If somebody walk up to me, oh, he like my brother. My wife like, girl, you ain't even got a lot. And I'm like, girl, I ain't like your brother. 
<laughs> Nothing like your ass. <laughs> you know what we did. And it's just funny. Like, I used to laugh when I meet a girl, and she'd be like, oh, that's so and so. That's Jay. Oh, man, that's Sean. Oh, he like my brother. And I'd be like, okay, Sean. <laughs> I dated one girl that was uh, a singer. This is a hilarious story. And I dated a girl. She was a singer, so she was going to the studio all the time. Well, let's just say the studio was dominated by males, (laughs) successful rapper males, right? And then I got tired of going to the studio with her because, one, you keep singing the same song. It ain't going to be a hit. What the hell are you doing? So I said, stop going. But then I was like, damn, I can't stop going because ain't nothing but vultures in there. Man, she was fine. And man, she couldn't sing that well. And man, I knew they wanted her. And finally, I was just like, I dropped. I holler when you come back. Now... You fast forward, she introducing him now. Like, that's like my brother. <laughs> I'm sure she is because I know sure something went down. All right, let's get back into the story, Marcellus. Stay focused, damn it. Uh, you know what's weird? In this world, there's so many proximity crimes, right? And so many proximity situations. Like, and this is another one. You just simply going to holler at who you're around the most, right? You may think, oh, I'm about to go travel and... I'll be in Italy and I'm going to meet the woman of my dreams. Man, you ain't. You work at Xerox, you're going to meet her at Xerox, damn it. <laughs> on the way to Xerox, on the way back from Xerox. You snipe who you're around, right? You go like this, proximity, pow, pow, all right. And she doing the same thing, so get it that way. So there's really a conversation of, in this, is it a lack of respect when we talk about, oh, look at these women reporters over there just hollering at these dudes. Y'all ain't slick. Y'all taking that check, but y'all really taking them perks, right? Is it a lack of respect? Or is that just too much being real? Like, dog, duh, you over there interviewing this 24-year-old who got $240 million in guaranteed money, and he got a six-pack, and he looked halfway decent, and he in the middle of a stadium that everybody's screaming his name, oh, you're not interested, huh? You just got the mic there saying, hey, um, good game. Uh, What did it mean to you guys to go in first place? (laughs) Shut up. Ain't nobody's believing that. We know what you're trying to do, too. At least I hope you are. Goodness. So you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. I think it's a lot of real in this conversation. Now, here's the thing. Y'all know the flip happens. So she's trying to do her job. And there are a lot of them out there. Good for you. I don't think any higher of you. I just think good for you. I don't think any lower of the ones who trying to holler. Good for her. What? It's a two-way street, so holler all you want. Last night at that pump party, I was getting hollered at. Holler all you want. I'm with that lady right there. Yeah, the one that had all them kids. Yeah, she trapped me. Nice. <laughs> I love it, man. Good times, right? So here we go. Don't think, though, I've been that athlete when she comes up. First of all, I'm like, she fine. Me, 25, in San Diego? Stop playing with me. I'm doing my dance. I'm getting sacks. Girl come up to me, and she's seen the contract because she's a reporter. She, that's her job. And she come up there like, good Lord. In my head, I'm like, good Lord, good Lord, 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 Lord. Stay professional. Stay professional. Hello. And she, <laughs> she's like, Marcellus, my goodness, what an amazing game, especially that third quarter where you had consecutive sacks. Tell me how it felt. And all I'm thinking is, man, whoo. Is Seau still open right now? Because we can go get a drink, girl. Can we go get a drink? All right. And sometimes I did get a drink with a couple of reporters. Let's talk through this. It happens upstairs. The team execs are hollering at each other. Trust me. Go to the Christmas party. Good Lord. That was a long ass hug you just gave to your assistant. I was like, what's going on here? And I know them, so I know it goes down. It's all good. We're big boys and girls, right? You know, teams and cheerleaders and 
exes, everybody. So when you're an athlete, you sitting there like if you single like the mingle, yeah, you're going to snipe, right? Hide your wife, hide your kids, man, because when, <laughs> especially if you're the man and you really single, bodies, 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 you're just out there just looking for people. And it happens. All right, let's get into this conversation on one more layer. Let's talk about the sneak sheets because Carissa went there. Aaron ain't trying to go there. She married now. Carissa divorced, dating again. And Carissa, Carissa is the homie, like so real, always just can stir it up like the best of them. So what they talked about is what sneak sheets, you know, you're sneaking in the sheets. Nobody know you sneak sheeting, right? So how does it go down? Well, it goes down like this. You're in a situation where you're around somebody and everyone there is in high esteem, right? Especially on air, on talent, especially athletes. Like, look at who we're talking about. Creme de la creme, right? We're talking about the top 1% and then sometimes the point one of that top 1%. I hate the fact that we even got to holler and hide it. Like, holler. <laughs> who else you going to holler at? You just going to go down the street, pull over to the side of the road. Hello, I'm single. Or you're going to go to work and you with somebody who got making seven figures and then they're going to meet somebody else who's making eight figures and they ain't going to figure it out. <laughs> Y'all so crazy out here playing it off. But you got to protect the guilty. Um, I have dated a few on-air talents. I can't lie. And I would never tell the names. And if they ever say their names, I'm like, I am now lying because no, I didn't <laughs> protect the guilty because I want you to live your life because I'm living mine. But that in the past did occur. How did it occur? Simple. She pretty. I ain't ugly. What up? And you make that conversation. We had those tacos. I'm like, hey, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can go a lot of places. You want to go to the club and go meet one of these randos out here? Or you want to holler at your boy, right? That's on air. And as an athlete, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> it's like, I don't even got to speak on that, right? It's just too obvious. But the one thing I will say about this, why is there really an issue with it? It's because... Humans have a problem communicating and especially being truthful. The moment of truth is just like a kickoff. You're going to kick the ball in the air. It's going to get quiet. You're going to run down. It's going to be a big dude. You got to hit him. Simple as that. You got to hit him. If you don't hit him, they're going to score. So you got to hit him. Same thing in those relationships. You know that we got to protect our livings, our lives, our situations. We got to protect it, right? Our occupation. And there's a moment of truth where you actually got to talk about it. And most of the time, people don't talk about it. And then the expectations are different. Not a lie was told. No, the truth wasn't told. So then you got an expectation up here from him or her and an expectation down here from him or her. And now you got a problem. Because <laughs> when it don't work out, and most relationships do not work out, right? Right? Yeah, I hope y'all know that, right? How many times y'all been in a relationship? And how many people you with right now? What number's greater? <laughs> Most of the time, it don't work out, duh. All right, so the expectations are off because y'all didn't tell the truth. Y'all didn't even have the conversation for real. And then shame and embarrassment doesn't come to this person. Doesn't come to this person, comes to this situation. And what are we gonna do now? We got a tug of war of shame and embarrassment. One of y'all felt like y'all won. The one with probably low expectations. <laughs> and one of y'all with the high expectations probably feel like they lost. But it could be either one. I've seen it go both ways. Now what are we gonna do? Oh, now you want to talk about it? Oh, now you want to be truthful about it? Oh, now we going to have this discussion? Just have it before. And the reason people don't have it before is real simple. You're scared to run somebody off. Before I go there, before she gets this, before he gets this. Aye, aye. 
and you don't speak on it. Boy, ain't nothing worse than figuring out and realizing all this could have been avoided with a simple conversation over some tacos with some ketchup. So, so y'all think it should be looked down upon that broadcasters and athletes are sneaking in them sheets and all that stuff. They over there doing the ooh, ooh, ooh. What they say? They having relations. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I just like don't blow up spots. But the way that you detonate, the way that you make sure you diffuse any situation, it's simple. Talk to it before you live through it. Oh, Friday Swaggerway, who gonna win the book? Who gonna win this book? It's today. I know who the winner is, but I also know in sports, media, broadcasting, you save the best for last. And that winner is the best thing of today. All right, well, best thing that happened yesterday was Shannon Sharp getting announced that he is going to be on first take, not once, but twice every single week debating Stephen A. Smith the Great. Let's do it. So Shannon Sharp will square off against Stephen A. Smith. Mondays and Tuesdays, smart football. He come off a Sunday, I'm hot. My team won. My team lost. Damn it. Now let's see what they saying about it, right? So now you're going to get Stephen A. Across from Shannon Sharp. All of that game, all of that fame, all of that name. Mondays and Tuesdays, can't lie. Get your popcorn ready. That's going to be fun. So his first take roll, kind of full circle. It's weird, like. That's how he started with ESPN in terms of doing those guest appearances back in the days on ESPN 2. They used to even air those first take. That's old school when Skip Bayless was still there. And then Jamie Horowitz, who was still there, who went to FS1, which we were just talking about that topic last with Carissa and Aaron. Yeah, Jamie got caught up in a little bit of that. Hey, he certainly rebounded and still the homie to me. So all love there. But he took all of those beats and took some of that talent. He saw Skip, he saw Shannon, said, I'm going to do that at FS1, right? So remix what was already happening on first take. Well, the full circle is now he's back there, but it's now with Stephen A. Smith. They still haven't found a landing spot, they said, for Club Shay Shay. So those million-plus subscribers out there, good Lord, I can't wait to get there. Those million-plus people are sitting there like, where are we going, <laughs> right? And everybody's still waiting for that. I don't know if they're going to put it on ESPN anywhere. I don't know. I do know an executive did tell me that, uh, especially during the summer months, they're going to start doing test runs of putting podcasts directly on air, uh, linear cable networks. They're going to start doing that. Why? <clears throat> Simple. They need programming, damn it. How many times are you going to watch First Take on Re-Air? <laughs> you know what I mean? Put something new on there. Put Club Shay Shay on there, right? Smart move if they do it. So... Here's the thing about it. ESPN has not made any comments about what this hiring looks like, et cetera, the shape of it. And maybe that's because there's more to it, all right? There's also Monday Night Football. Think about if Shannon Sharp is there Monday and Tuesday. What you doing Monday night, Shannon? You going to get some tacos with ketchup? You better not. <laughs> or, hey, do Monday Night Football telecast. They got the private jet. Yes, they do, because Kirk Herbstreet and them suckers. Kirk Herbstreet be on that private jet. Kirk Herbstreet be in Tuscaloosa in the morning and be at SC at night. Suck. Man, I, that, that's that good life. Kirk Herbstreet. Out, all the guys out there winning. Troy Aikman close. Troy Aikman got him. They, they, Kirk Herbstreet, Troy Aikman, blink. They living that life. Corporate jet. 
Anyway, all right, so they're giving that life. So now the plans are to keep him around. They say, this is a little conjecture because ESPN hasn't confirmed it yet, but Monday night football telecast. Do Monday, first take, morning. Then you go Monday night, be there at the game on site, you know, the old Steve Young role, whatever it may be. And then, you know, come back Tuesday morning, probably remote. I don't think they're going to fly him back when they may. They got the money. They got the opportunity. And then that's it. So it feels like this is a real specialized role. The only thing you can add to it more is maybe Club Shay Shay. So we got Monday, Tuesday, first take. Then we got, all right, Monday night, no tacos. Take your butt over there and go to them stadiums and talk some football and then come back and do the show. All right. I was at a party last night, I told y'all, and I was talking to a lot of celebrity uh, sports broadcasters that were there. They know the pumps as well. At least 10 I can name that was there. I'm not going to say any names because I um, not everyone's as, as comfortable with their opinion being broadcasted as I am. I say the same thing to them. I'm going to say to y'all, except I'm going to leave the names out. But we were like, damn, that seems like, let's be real, more work. And y'all like, more work? You're only working two days a week. Let me tell you why. I don't know where Shannon's living now because, you know, he got the home robbery. Um, last time I talked to him, I ain't say, where you living? You know, <laughs> did he move back down south or are you still in L.A.? But the point is, wherever you are, it ain't New York City. All right, so maybe it's remote he's going to do all this stuff. Not sure. But it could be more work because of the travel. To me, that's work. Like, if you pay, you paying me, why are you paying me? Oh, to do the things I don't want to do. What do I don't want to do? Get on an airplane and leave my itty-bitties. Leave my backyard. My links are on. They burning. And now I got to go all the way out there to Green Bay. <laughs> and it's cold, right? So I think it's more work in some ways. Because before, he had a set schedule, right? What, two and a half hour, three hour show? Uh, prep, he said he prepped four and a half hours for it. Good Lord. Damn. No wonder I ain't as good as them. <laughs> Maybe I am. I don't know. But four and a half hours for a two hour and a half hour show? Work smarter, not harder. God, dog. I cannot prep more than the show is in terms of time. I, I'm just, I just think that's a law. Like, you know, do not over prepare. I wouldn't do that. But it could be more work. First take for two days. And Monday Night Football versus Undisputed, every day, set schedule, five days a week. I think he was making more money over here. Mm, we're getting a conversation going right now. More money, easier work. Maybe not less work, easier work. But you got to deal with Skip. <laughs> I don't know how. That's hell. That's hard. All right, so here we go. Let's talk through this. Um... Because there's a plan in place here. Because what I don't want for Shannon, because I am a Shannon fan, because this sucker's so funny, is this. Take a step down. Now, that's me in my own basement talking to y'all like this on a video camera or on my iPhone. <laughs> don't you take a demotion. I, I root for everybody, right? So I'm rooting for Shannon, and it seems like, just tell me, am I wrong? This feels like a demotion for Shannon. Not being on first take. Being on first take is amazing. But Shannon's so amazing, he can be his own first take. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So it makes me look at his buyout a little differently. I can't lie to y'all. This is how I think. I'm a weirdo, but I'm going to be me. Um, I'm looking at that buyout like a remix. I'm like, wait a minute. Because before you were just like, Shannon fed up. He gone. Then I'm like, this doesn't add up to Shannon fed up. He gone. Because this is where you're going to the guy you just left, partner. To do a couple days. Like, I'm breaking up with you. And I'm going to date your sister. Or you know, I'm gonna, 
your cousin. Like, like what? Where are you going? Oh, man. I don't know. Let me just say it like this. Shannon left Undisputed, left Fox. You can't just wake up and say, I'm done. I'm out. Because they're sitting there like, okay, take a day off. Take a week off. You're coming back. You're on the contract. This ain't, this ain't James Harden. <laughs> Fox don't run like James Harden in the Sixers. Like, <laughs> what? You better, take a, you better take a day off or else you're done. But this wasn't you're done. This was your a buyout. Walk with me. So could there be a scenario where Skip was actually the one that said, nah, I'm done. And Shannon was like, yeah, I mean, look, I'm good. I'm done too. I'm tired of this and y'all ain't holding them accountable. This ain't happening. This ain't going down. Could this be a scenario? And they're like, all right, we got to give you something and we got to get something. We give you Club Shay Shay. Now there was reports here. I had it, but the Fox owns all the other podcasts and now they didn't own Club Shay Shay. Y'all figure that out. I told them even I told them I was like, the way that they even offered me, the way that they built all this, you see all this? This is Fox built. <laughs> they were going to own piece of it. Then I was like, ah, and then that's how we got here. Ah, y'all walking with me, huh? So maybe Skip initiated this, and then they were like, Shannon, how you feel? Shannon was like, look, I got Club Shay Shay. I'm Shannon Sharp. I can go anywhere else and get it going. So, shoot, let's go. This ain't working. Maybe it went that way versus what we thought. Shannon fed up, and then they were like, yeah, you're fed up. We're going to let you out the contract, give you some money, and give you Club Shay Shay. Two plus two is something between three and five, as they say in law school. <laughs> so here we go. I ain't mad at none of this. I'm just talking through this because some plans are like snowballs. You grab one thing and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Next thing you know, bam, you the man. Some plans are Spider-Man. Ah, I'm here. I'm connected here. What's next? I don't know. Psst. Ah, I'm here. I'm connected. What's next? I don't know. Spider-Man plan, they call it. And then some plans are just plan plans. <laughs> like, nah, here, gone. See you there. That's it. That direct. Huh? What is this plan? Because I got to see it in its fullness because right now I feel out of pocket. I'm just guessing. But it's some educated guesses. And that's called a hypothesis. So y'all let me know. Is this a good move for Shannon Sharp? Y'all tell me. Good move for ESPN and first take. Y'all think Shannon and Stephen A will be a good fit together? Comments, 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 bodies, bodies, bodies. You think Shannon is settling for less, taking a smaller role with ESPN? Be real. It's okay. We can still love him and still have some tough love. Or do you think this is a precursor to him doing more with his podcast? I think that's it. To me, that's when, when you, I hear two days a week, Monday night, and your podcast is on their network. Oh, pfft. winning, winning, winning. That is a winner right there, chicken dinner. Uh, if not, where is Club Shay Shay going? Where would y'all like to see it? Over here, I told you this is some old man stuff I'll be doing sometimes. Y'all see this? This is called uh, a TENS unit, right? That's what they call them. So I do STEM. Yes, electric stimulation while I'm talking to you guys. See? That's why I got so much energy. Nah, because my knees are sore, damn it. <laughs> if you ever play sports, you know what the ice and stem look like. I'm doing that right now. Oh, got love for you. We know who the Friday Swagaway winner is. Going to hook you guys up. And be patient with the membership right now because you guys are still growing. And I got to make sure that all y'all are feeling the love. So always check your emails. You will always get something from Wiley's World to keep you guys 
up to speed. Now, let me keep you up to speed on this sports betting versus fantasy football from yesterday's comments. Sports betting for me, but just because I can get the result at the end of the game and I got the daydream of running $5 to 50000 LOL. I do the fantasy football more for the socializing with the guys in the smack talk. Yeah, it's just like, it's like two cars, but they're completely different, even though they're supposed to be the same, right? Like a Ferrari. You're like, oh, look how fast it is. And then a Tesla. They're both cars. That Tesla smoked that Ferrari. <laughs> Not just stop. Like sports betting is just like, come on. Like it's, it's souped up. Like it ain't fantasy football. Did you beat me this week? Oh, did you check your email? I'm like, man, shut up. <laughs> Give a damn. I ain't switched my lineup. That's why you beat me. Yeah, I just fantasy football in trouble. Let's just say that unless they get some sports betting into it. I like sports betting daily fantasy better. Another one. You get paid the same day. Fantasy football is a season long thing. Even greater point. Take too damn long, right? It's baseball. It's like baseball to football. 17 weeks, few weeks in the playoffs, champion. Baseball, honey, say the throw games. <laughs> How many playoff series? <laughs> Holler at me when they in the World Series, right? All right, here we go. Fantasy football is for the boys. Year six of our dynasty league this year. Gambling is cool until you add money to your account for the fifth time. <laughs> I'll stick to fantasy leagues long term. Great point, too. I, I don't do either enough as much as I want because there's money involved. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm losing some money. And I, I don't think like winning money because I don't win that much because I get killed. That's why everybody want me in their league. I need to start winning. I'm going to start getting in some leagues. All right, here we go. We got a member comment here, Marcus P. I'm pro player just about every time. Bron, D. Wade, and Bosch set the example. Short-term deal to keep flexibility and pressure on the team. That's player empowerment. These trade demands with three to four years left in the deal have the potential to destroy the best deal in sports. Yep, NBA players have it made. If it keeps up, they may see one of these owners shut down their trade requests in public like Jim Mersey shut down Taylor. Now that's like, she, Jim Mersey got Taylor not showing up to nothing. Excused absences, everything. He's like, oh, um, I want to go to Chick-fil-A. All right, you excuse. Go ahead. Do you? You're messing with your money. You come back and play. Don't play well. Get hurt because you ain't practicing. You're not in camp. I ain't want to, I ain't, oh, I ain't going to win the Super Bowl. I won't win the Super Bowl, man. Calm down. <laughs> I ain't tripping. Jim Mercer, like, I already got my ring. You chill. To make sure them guaranteed checks keep coming, the NBA PA should work with teams to put stipulations and contracts regarding maintaining your weight and games played. Oh, here you go. To prevent more Harden and Simmons situations. Keep that gravy train going. All right. I don't know about that. I don't like all that. <laughs> here we go. Shannon Sharp dig at Skip Bayless. Shannon Sharp called Aaron Rodgers a prick on national television. See, that's the problem with doing those kind of topics but it's not a problem to me because I don't mind being wrong or incomplete that's why we doing the show together so I'm not blaming myself I'm blaming y'all y'all the co-host check me <laughs> y'all gotta tell me when these cats be out here just talking out of one side of their mouth I mean of course Shannon done talked about somebody bad before I talked about Baker Mayfield bad why because he sucked <laughs> I hope he good this year he in Tampa he got a shot he got a shot but yeah I should say Baker Mayfield can't play was I right I <laughs> relative to other quarterbacks. But I never talked about Baker Mayfield, the, the husband, the person, all that kind of stuff. I just thought he was sorry. All right, here we go. Shannon Sharp was also guilty. He talked so much trash about Westbrook, Kyrie, and other players. Damn it, everybody does it. But as soon as Skip did that on players that he liked, he got mad. That's just being a hypocrite. Ah, so you're doing it on Braun, and that's my bestie. Ah, so I forget that I used to do it on everybody else who ain't your bestie. Good point. Good point. All right, here's the last one. Unk has too much knowledge put in, too much work, and has developed too big of a following to go be a once-a-week guest with Stephen A. Smith. Man, 
<sighs> so people think I'm, I'm too close to these guys to be talking about them like this. I'm like, no, I ain't. I talk about the people I'm closer to more. <laughs> what else? I love them all. And if they got beef, they know where I'm at and they know where I'm going to be. And I'm going to be where I'm at. <laughs> you ain't going to say nothing like that, sucker. I don't play beef. I don't beef. You ain't going to do nothing. You better come in swinging, because if not, and I'm not going to swing back, but <laughs> I don't got time to be talking about my opinion versus your opinion. I'm not trying to tell people lies about you. So here's the thing. I'm like, it just feels weird. Like, uh, I mean, Shannon, if Pat McAfee is number one in this game right now. Y'all can say what y'all want. I'm talking about how it all goes down. Dictating terms. Getting deal on deal, passing up on deals. Private jet here. Take care of the crew. Everything's good. You bought my show. You're buying into me. I have all these opportunities. He's number one. It used to be Stephen A., but it's now Pat McAfee. That's why Stephen A. is leaning into that podcast heavy, too. Everybody is. That's, if there were no Pat McAfee, there would be no Never Shut Up on Brinks TV <laughs> and YouTube. You know why? Because I was like, this ain't going to work. But then I'm like, wait a minute. Pat McAfee and the Paul brothers, but I ain't know them like that, their story, and I didn't think that it was a parallel path, but McAfee, I see it. So, when I see Shannon all of a sudden go from one to the other, I'm like, Fox to ESPN and doing this, I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a bag, that's a gig, but I was like, damn, because there was a time where Shannon was number two or three, because it was Pat McAfee, Stephen A., then I would have put Shannon there, but then... I was like, Shannon got something that even Stephen A don't got. He got people, Shannon had people gripping into him like, oh, we we riding with you, honk. And I thought that was stronger than anybody. But I was like, the reward's going to come, and then he's going to get somewhere between Stephen A and Pat McAfee, maybe. This is just interesting. This is working for Stephen A, working under Stephen A. So that's why I was like, eh, but whatever. That comment is all I wanted to talk about. Okay, now. Before we get into this Wileyism, let's talk through who our Friday Swag Away winner is. And I get some confetti. Can I get some champagne, some champagne? Can I get some tacos, ketchup, please? And let's celebrate my man, Philly Fresh. 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 Philly Fresh is our Friday Swag Away winner. I'm going to tag this book up. Hit it up. This is your book, Philly Fresh. Check your mailbox. It will be in there. Or it's going to be on the ground because your mailbox is small and that book big. I don't know. But you're going to get that book. Appreciate your love and support. All you guys, you know me. I always hook y'all up and make sure you also go to projecttransition.org. We got a sweepstakes going on. We got two sweepstakes. Monster Jam tickets, event experience. We also have one for the Chargers versus Saints game, and we're going to keep adding to it. think we're going to have another one for LL Cool J concert. Going to have a Lionel Richie concert. Going to have a yacht party. Go to a game with me. Go on a yacht with me. Oh, God, Lord, bring that damn drink. We're going to have some fun. My, my foundation is a foundation. I ain't stupid. I don't read the tax laws. I know how to have fun in the tax laws. Everybody else is like, I'm like, nah, I'm going to have some fun with these tax laws. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we finish every show. We finish with a Wiley-ism. Yeah. If your crew's never checked you, you need to check who's in your crew. <laughs> Ooh. Mind me of watching Juice. Bishop! <laughs> and when he closed that locker, let me do it. Let me try to do that scene. That was the best scene ever. 
he was like this. When he closed that locker, it was like this. Boom. He was like this. Pac was looking at that fool like, what? You and my crew? What's up now, partner? <laughs> oh, God, that was so good. Huh. I have a crew of people that I roll with. And one of our objectives is to stay on each other in a positive, constructive way. But check me, dog. I do not need yes men, yes women. I don't. You know why? Because I need to sharpen these knives so I go out there and carve out my space in this world. And you need to as well. Every time I got caught slipping in this world, it came in part because I had a yes man. I had a leak. I had somebody who was just riding. You know what I'm saying? Sitting there like the conscious daughter. I remember, just ride inside. Let's take another trip. Like them people. Like just in the back seat. Like, dog, what, you good? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He ain't, he ain't contributing to nothing. I'm like, dog, you got to let me know. Be on alert. Be surveillance. Be something. Put your hand in the middle of this huddle and let me know you're going to run a play with your boy, right? You're going to block. I run the ball. I throw the ball. You're going to catch it. Like, we got to do something. But the crew can't be just there, you know? And, and, and update your crew. Like, check. Hey, you, you, you got your license and registration, dog? That means, are you still on your game? We still boys. We still good. How are you feeling? You feeling good, bad about it? What's, what's next for you? How can I help? How can you help me? Like, for real. All these cats just be riding when you're going out. Fool, when I'm out. <laughs> when you're going out. You ain't doing nothing else with me but when I'm going out. Come on, man. That's why you have all these issues, man. And you can just see it. It's rampant out there. People always talking about, don't trust no one. No new friends. No new friends. No, no, no. Like, you better have some new friends. <laughs> That's like when they say don't change. You better change. If you get some change, you better change. Even if you don't get some change, keep changing to get some change, right? That's how the game goes, man. So check on your crew. And remember, hey, ask, gas, cash. Nobody rides for free. KD, baby, everybody got to be with you. So if your crew's never checked you, you need to check who's in your crew. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcellus Wiley, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wiley's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming from More to It. Talk to y'all hella soon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.